If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Monday to everyone in the sports universe. It is January the 31st, 2022. This is the AM Drive on Toronto Sports. We are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am Miles Carvella saying, what's up, Aaron, and why am I holding this? I don't know. You don't look like you have a five o'clock shadow. What's going on with the shaving cream there, buddy? Oh, one can only imagine, like, why the crap did the Chiefs throw that ball in over? Who threw... Aaron, I have a question. Who throws a shoe? <laughs> who throws the ball to a guy who has drop issues all year long in double coverage? Pat Mahomes, that's who. That's right. <laughs> Your boy, Pat Mahomes. That was bad. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what are we doing here? And then, I mean, they already dropped one. Good Lord. Yeah, oh. we got a lot. We got a lot to dissect with all of that. But... In case you are wondering, that way we want to make sure you stick around for the show because Mike is going to take a shaving cream pie to the face. For those of you that missed Friday's show, uh, he was so confident that the Chiefs would win this yeah. game. I was cocky. That, that he was going to sell his soul, but I thought, no, a shaving cream pie to the face is much better, yeah. much better for the broadcast. And to be fair, I thought whipped cream was going to be – I didn't know whipped cream was going to be a thing, so I went and bought shaving cream instead of whipped cream. Do you do you shave at all? I mean, it doesn't look I like do. there's I, much I going every day. I'm like, Ooh. oh, you do the the, reg, the regular razor. I do the Dollar Shave Club razor, and it's. I mean, I haven't shaved in a couple of days, but that should be another. Let me hush. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, shameless plug them. No free publicity, but uh, yeah, I do use the DSC. Lord have mercy. Well, we are presented by Fanatics, and why? Because when Aaron, when you go to Fanatics, how do you get there? You go to Mike and Aaron Drive and do what? You're going to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the F. That's right. Because now that the check notes Bengals and the Rams have won their conference championships, you can go to Fanatics and get your championship gear. But please go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click the F to make sure you make that happen. As they got every team, every league, daily deals. So that's pretty cool stuff. Absolutely. Let's get, let's get our best and worst of the weekend. Aaron, as always... I'm just so excited to hear your worst of the weekend. All right, so my worst of the weekend comes from one of those championship games, and we could be having a different outcome. We could be talking about different things right now. If Jaquiski Tart, weirdest name I've ever heard, oh, yeah. would just catch the interception right there. We're talking about Matthew Stafford being the you know guy who can't get out of his own way, throwing ugly picks. But no, instead we got the Rams in the uh, in the Super Bowl ruining I had the two team underdog money line parlay which would have been a nice little payout along with oh, yeah. I still had, I had a very profitable weekend that would have made it even better um uh, we I did go 2 and 0 in that that playoff betting bonanza or whatever we're calling it but yes Jaquiski Tart if you catch that and he knows it it's just if you catch that ball we we're probably talking about some different outcomes in that game this week or today and uh, that was my worst of the week. I mean, the dude, it was right there. He gift wrapped it to you. Did you see a tweet? His tweet that he said he like completely owned it, and like said, I, I I work all this moment to get here, and I work all my life to get to this moment, and I do that. He said I must be better in the off season. I said, wow. 
Sure. I mean, obviously you're going to own it. I mean, look, I'm not going to beat the guy. Yeah, kick him oh, out of the league. No, it's it's just, it just sucks. It really does. You know, you get those, you know, big players make big plays on big stages, and that just wasn't one of them. It's it's quite unfortunate. I mean, look, I mean, like, like I said, I don't want to out, you know, banish this guy from the NFL, but right. that was that was a tough one. That was absolutely a tough one to swallow. He definitely wish he had the same luck as the Bengals player. Oh, the one that just popped the in his Eli hand. Eli Apple, right? yeah. Yeah, the OTINT, that was... That was luck. Yeah, that was pretty lucky. You know, it's it's uh, it, like it's it's a tale of those little plays like that that define <clears throat> which everybody wants to talk about is that L word, the legacy. It, nope. Those little plays like that define the legacies. So my worst is Johnny Manziel, who actually replied to me. That was pretty cool. So that's not my best. And you're wondering, well, why is it not my best if Johnny Manziel literally acknowledged my existence by, I mean, Twitter, <laughs> but you know, I, I get it. It's cool. So. Him and this guy named Andy McNamara or McNamara, whatever. Mac- Andy McNamara, yeah. Yeah. We're talking on Twitter about Cleveland Browns days. Well, he's a Cleveland Browns writer, apparently. Um, he Johnny Manziel said, like, whenever Andy said you, you, you had a self-inflicted fall, Johnny said, Never will I ever care what you Twitter dorks have to say. You trade my life for yours in a heartbeat. That's the ultimate fail. That I agree with. However, Johnny did say, I've got grudges I'll never let go. Sorry, you're in the crosshairs. So the way I got a reply was I looked at his pinned tweet where he says, let all that hate out of your heart. Life's way more pure than when you show love. I said, is, is this you? Is this your pinned tweet? Oh, well, that's excluding Cleveland. Johnny, I love you. I love your game. It's your fault. And I don't like, I don't, I understand the NFL's not for everyone, Aaron. It's not cool, though, when guys embrace their drug addiction as if it's a normal part of life, because it's not. And that's what it seems like Johnny Manziel does. And I, I don't feel sorry for him. I really don't. Because when he acts like this, on, he talks a lot on Twitter, but that right there really made me realize he doesn't care about his drug addiction, and I I don't care for that. No, I mean I, I get what you're saying. It's it's those people that I love this. They're they're the same people that will post inspirational quotes, or you know they'll talk about how you know can't let hate win, can't let hate in your heart, and they're just the just the rudest, most despicable people I've ever met in my life. It's just like you guys with this whole fake practice what you preach thing. Like, look, I I understand. I don't. I'm not the probably the most awesome person to be around all time, but I don't go around posting inspirational quotes. Like, look, man, don't, don't make yourself a hypocrite on social media. Just let yourself, let, let everyone just see that you're a hypocrite. Like that's not the way way to put it, but I'm saying I hate, I don't like the people that do that. Oh yeah. Let the hate out of your heart, go about, treat everyone as you want to be treated. And then they're just the biggest a-holes in the world. Not, not Johnny Manziel, alone just there's so many right. people like that famous or not famous it's just it makes me laugh like how much of a, a of a phony that people like that are oh except cleveland i hate cleveland let the hate out of your heart but not cleveland i hate cleveland yeah, <laughs> it's all their fault whatever johnny have fun man live your life who cares just you know blame I, people while you still can pal yeah sure go for it man you were fun to watch but you're yeah you're largely irrelevant now too i know jeff garcia okay Aaron, what is your best of the weekend 
So my best of the weekend uh, for me, it's a comes from a personal. Was I watched the Lightning and the Golden Knights square off? That was nice. Uh, was supposed to be in at that game, but uh, COVID reared its ugly head. But it might have been one of the games of the year. I saw. I mean, three two, a shootout victory, a seven round shootout victory. Yeah. I'm so sad. I I missed this game in person. But uh, ultimately, the Golden Knights on the road come out with the victory. So the Lightning won in Vegas. Vegas won in Tampa. It uh, was a nice season split. Two good games, by the way. I did get to see one of them. Yeah, it's not bittersweet. I like when I I just root for good games when those two match up. And I've been praying that they would match up in the finals. They've gotten so close the last four years, each of them. And um, you know, you know, I just pray for good games. And this year, we got two really good games out of this out of this matchup. So I'm happy for it. And that was my best of the weekend. No, I loved it. I I was keeping tabs on that game. I didn't watch it, but I. I did see, I was like, man, this was pretty cool. Aaron's, Aaron's game over here. It was a good game. Absolutely. My best is the Bengals, and not because they won, but because they won, it shows that they mean, it means the NFL is a bright future. It shows the ultimate parody. Like, I remember Tony Romo during that broadcast after um, the, the coin toss was won by the Chiefs. He's like, why is everyone acting like just assuming the Chiefs are going to win this game? And he knew it was because of last week, but he also realized, you know, the NFL, nothing's given. Chiefs had two drives at the end of each half, and they couldn't punch it in each time. Tony Rowan was right, and boy, I could not have asked for – it was just great football. I, I'm not mad at any of it. I'm going to get a shaving cream pie to the face. I don't even care. It was great football. <laughs> well, I will say that the Bengals' win means a bright future for the AFC. A lot of great young rook, you know – yeah. Young quarterback still in there. The NFC, the book's still out. You got Russell, Aaron, Tom, you know, guys like that. So we'll see what happens with the NFC. But the NFC for so long was the better conference. Now that pendulum might be swinging. We'll have to see what's going Speaking on. Speaking of Tom, I noticed you mentioned that name. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Brady. Now, this part of we're just going to get to the reports that happened, and then I'll let you sound off in segment three. After Sammy Action comes on the next segment, he's been patiently waiting. But um, Aaron... This Tom Brady stuff is interesting. Now, there have you seen the incentive about this retirement thing? If he Please waits to like February fifteenth or whatever, he'll make a mu- mu- like a bunch more million dollars, <laughs> or he'll have to pay money if it gets released sooner. Mm, so Ian I, Rappaport, I have not seen this. Ian Rappaport still believes that it's going to happen, but he although there are reports is that it came from a, 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 a like a nothing burger online. But Ian Rappaport says it's going to happen, but now they're saying it might be after February 15th because something in the contract he might have to pay up or whatever. That's interesting. Uh, that that could be the situation. You're right. He may have to wait until after the season is officially over, over after the yeah. Super Bowl. And, um, you know, that's the thing about this. This whole thing stunk from the start. You know, we still don't have a press conference from Brady. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know that a lot of people are bagging on – you know, Adam Schefter and Ian, Ian uh, not Ian Rappaport, but uh, Jeff Darlington from ESPN mm. and, and some other guys who obviously piggybacked on that. But, you know, you got to know it's if he ends up coming back to play, oh. Schefter takes a hit to his credibility. Again, like, after the Washington scandal and after this, it's just like, Rogers. you know, yeah. And the Rogers scandal as well. Like, dude, come on. I know you want to be first, but man, get it right. I agree. Well, we're going to leave it there, and then Aaron can sound off, like I said, later. We come back, though, Sammy Action is back on the show talking the conference championship weekend, another good weekend of football. 
We'll see what his thoughts are when we come back to the AM Drive on 12 Ounce Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com dot com slash amazon sign in and get shopping it costs you nothing and helps us that's www.tonsportsradio.com slash amazon thanks All right, and welcome back to this Monday here on the AM Drive here, and we are presented by Vice Golf. It's very simple. If you want the best balls at the lowest price shipped directly to your door, then you got to go to www.mikeandarendrive.com and click that Vice Golf logo because Vice Golf and AM Drive, what is that, Mike? It's a hole in uno. Hole el uno. And speaking <laughs> of a hole in one, we've got our boy Sammy Action back here because... For as good as Divisional Weekend was, this one had a billing that lived almost quite up to it. Sammy, how you doing this week? Good morning. Thanks for having me back on. And you are right. What a great weekend again for the NFL. Nice Absolutely. throwback jersey. I see you've changed your shirt in honor of the uh, the goat. Is there a goat patch on there? 
There, there isn't, but uh, my, my wife is a huge Niner fan. I feel like if I would have wore that jersey, I may not be sleeping on the couch again. So I thought that said Rams and the old Rams. Boy, that is a – oh, my goodness. Well, that like, that looks like our boy TB12. Oh. Your favorite player, Mikey. Yeah. Throw back to the greatest of all time. <laughs> all right, so in the household, you had a divided household. You said you, were, you had bets on the Rams. You were going for the Rams. The wife's a 49ers fan. We'll start there. The Rams, Matt Stafford is finally going to the Super Bowl. Everything that happened in the offseason, all the pressure with, okay, McVay and Stafford, here's the keys to the Porsche, a.k.a. Matt Stafford. Mm. They're in the Super Bowl. They're in the Super Bowl at home. They got the job done. We'll talk about this game, but this trade was a success, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Rams could not be happier with their outcome. They have been all in all year going out and getting Odell Beckham Jr., going out and getting Von Miller, signing Matthew Stafford. This is... The new key to the Super Bowl, apparently in the NFL, you know, as everybody knows, is a copycat league. Uh, I could see these types of moves happening uh, going forward, especially with people like Aaron Rodgers possibly moving, Devonta Adams possibly moving. You know, teams will be going all in for one Super Bowl as opposed to trying to build for the future, like teams like the Bengals have been trying to, to do and, and successfully done as well. Hmm. Yeah. My, I, uh, okay, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. My uh, biggest takeaway from the All-In Rams is the most important player uh, from this last weekend wasn't one of the guys, in my opinion, who they signed. It was a guy nobody had ever even heard of, tight end Kendall Blanton, who came in for uh, Tyler Higby, who got hurt in the first period. Uh Guy barely plays, ended up playing almost every single snap, caught all five of his passes, blocked Nick Bosa every time he was asked to. Nick Bosa had no sacks uh, against, against Blanton. Uh, that that's the true definition of next man up, and that was probably the most valuable guy on their team this weekend, in my opinion. Yeah, you know what he did? He stepped up in place of Higby, and and you know Michael attests to this. I said that the tight end had to be important. Obviously, I said it was Higby, but uh, you know I said the tight end had to be important in this yep. in this matchup, and he was he was the guy that you know, like I said, you know, how do you cover everybody? And he was the guy that was left open. Even the fact that Cooper Cup got, I believe, fifteen targets in this game, which I said he had to get fifteen to twenty. Um, but ultimately, and it was my worst of the weekend, if you guys heard the first segment, Jaquiski Tart could have changed the outcome of this game. Just the ball sitting <laughs> right there in his hands. Like, I mean, uh, I mean, what are we talking about today if he catches that ball? Uh, yes, for sure. Uh, you know, if they could catch, they would play offense, right? Isn't that the old adage? Probably uh, fair. And and to be honest, I mean, Jalen Ramsey dropped a pretty short interception that hit him right in the chest yeah, right as well. Uh, you know, so, I mean, it, it wasn't just uh, tart, Tart's drop, but – uh, even if that play gets caught, that's still pretty early in the fourth quarter. You know, Jimmy G was absolutely horrendous in that fourth quarter. The likelihood of him going three and out like he did the next two drives and getting the ball right back is is very probable. So I don't know if that would have won the Niners the game, but it certainly would put them in a better position. Yeah. You know, and it's it's crazy to think in both of these games, I mean, yes, one was, you know, a bigger comeback than the other. But in this game specifically, I mean, going into the fourth, they were down, was it 10 points? Ten. Going into the fourth, and it was just they mopped up and got right back into it like nobody's business. I mean, a, a 49ers defense for three quarters that was just suffocating them, and you look and it really looked like, uh, you know, we're going to have you know Bengals Niners in this in this matchup here that we would be <laughs> having at February 13th. But it was like all of a sudden, fourth quarter, boom, a, a switch was just flipped. You didn't used to see that kind of in the NFL. Like the teams got out to a lead, or one team was suffocating the other. You just you just didn't have the ability to turn it on like that. It's just it was shocking to me. It was. As a matter of uh, you talk about comebacks. Both of these games were the biggest comeback in conference championship history. Uh, the Rams game ties 
or no, the Rams game was the new now biggest comeback. Nine was the biggest fourth quarter comeback. And the Bengals coming back from 21-3 is, this, is tied for the biggest comeback in conference championship history. So we saw some pretty good history in it's both AFC and NFC. Teams. Yeah, yeah, for each, for each yeah. conference, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the, the Rams really did turn it on. Their defense was unbelievable in that fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, both drives, Jimmy G had the ball tied, went negative yards in the three-and-out situation. Then when they were behind, I mean, he never even had a chance. Uh, they, their defense was just everywhere. And so, Incredible. I mean, they, they picked up all those defenders, and, and that worked for them. Uh, Aaron Don, really happy for him, you know, one of the greatest defenders of all time, finally getting to play on the biggest stage. Yeah, Mike, who cares if you're not picking in the first round if you're winning Super Bowls, right? <laughs> right. Well, I was going to ask Sammy this question. Um, So Jimmy G, as I call him, Jimmy lowercase g <laughs> now, um, he kind of was off in a lot of spots in this game. Do you think, and I know that's obvious, I mean, it's an obvious answer here to me, is, is that era in San Francisco over with Jimmy Garoppolo? Because – he missed quite a few targets yesterday that I thought he could have put a little bit better on point. Uh, as, as I had mentioned before, my wife is a big Niner fan, so I've been I've been watching a lot of their games all year, and this performance is not out of character for him at, at all. As a matter of fact, almost every time he drops back the pass, my wife's first words are, "Oh no," <laughs> because <laughs> you just never know what, where this where this pass is going. He he's it's a been fair assessment. Consistent. Yeah, I mean he he's been inconsistent all year, I and mean, sometimes he makes really big throws. It's a shame for me that with a weapon like Debo, they can't get him even more involved. I mean, they even moved him into the backfield to make sure he touches the ball because Jimmy couldn't get him the ball uh, <laughs> as often as, as often as he should be touching it. But uh, yeah, I think the Jimmy G era is over, and I, and I think the the idea that he's going to be on the big stage winning Super Bowls is also over. Uh, the next team that will get him will either be molding a young quarterback, in my opinion, yeah. and or a fringe playoff team that will he will either get them into the playoffs or just out of the playoffs. But he won't be on a contender, I don't think, again, for his career. So Aaron has kind of been – he said he has a little bit higher expectations for Jimmy because I am – I'm in his corner. Same, huh? I'm in his corner, yes. I'm in the <laughs> same boat with, with Sammy here. I don't know how many people really want Jimmy Garoppolo now. Like how many contenders are going to say, yeah, that's our guy. <laughs> I don't know. You care to, I, mean, I, I care to make a bet with you, Mike, next year. I, I'll, he's going to start oh week one. Oh, gosh, I, I'm so good at these, you know. <laughs> he he probably will start week one. I mean, if uh, if Aaron Rodgers oh. defects to, you know, to Tampa Bay, which, you know, or Pittsburgh, people have been conjecting a lot of those thoughts. Uh, Green Bay could pick up a guy like, like Jimmy G, specifically since, you know, Jordan Love does not appear ready and they have a roster still built to win. Uh, he can keep them relevant. Uh, I, I think that would be a great landing spot for a guy like a guy like him. Uh, but for the most part, uh, he showed on the biggest stage that he's just not the quarterback you want with the ball in his hands in a tighter or, or or behind situation late in a in a fourth quarter in a playoff situation. He he just hasn't he has not performed in that situation at all. And that's what you need in these really tight games in the NFL these days. And and you know, unfortunately, not very many quarterbacks have produced, but he he certainly hasn't. Let's get to Chiefs and um yeah. Let's get to Chiefs and Bengals here. And you know what, Sammy, do you know what this is? I do. It looks like uh it looks like a nice face uh pie to the face. Yeah, you're <laughs> funny. It is gonna be a nice pie to the face. I'm not doing it yet, but curse those Chiefs. And I wanna first get to this in this game. The Chiefs led twenty one to three. 
And do, are you surprised that they allowed this come? I know we obviously are surprised, but what do you think about the comeback? You think it was more of the Bengals? You think the Chiefs just flat out came out flat and thought we got this in the second half? I, I Vince Lombardi had once said that one play can really impact the whole rest of the game. And to mm-hmm. me, that one play was the last play of the first half when – you know, Kansas City's getting ready to go in. They have no timeouts. They have three points basically locked up. And for whatever reason, Patrick Mahomes throws the ball inbounds outside of the end zone, gets them tackled, and the clock runs out. They don't get those points. And then from there, he channeled his best Aaron Rodgers playoff version because he just disappeared in the, in the second half, just played conservative, did not want to put the ball up. Uh, it almost seemed, and I, meant, I mentioned this on my social media, they had some PTSD thinking they were going to give the ball back to Josh Allen and that he was going to march right down the field on them every single time. And they just went into this uber shell of conservativeness that, you know, put the Bengals right back in, into the game. The Bengals didn't play especially well in the second half. I agree. But they had the ball every, every chance. I mean, you know, they, they, they possessed the ball most of that second half and thus put points on the board. Yeah, and, and that play right there, I mean, I attribute it to coaching. There's no reason any of those receivers should be not standing in the painted grass at that point. <laughs> and, look, this is all speculation, but if Eric Bieniemy's calling the plays, this might be why he's not getting kind of coaching jobs. Uh, for, for sure. I mean, I know they like to get Tyree Kill the ball in space, and that, that is one of their, their – Not with five things. seconds left and no timeouts. Come but, on. Of course, but Patrick Holmes needs to know better. I mean, he he has to know the situation. He's not new to this. He he knows how how the game is played, and the fact that he makes that throw just was shocking to me, and it seemed to really hurt his confidence the rest of the game. Fair, yeah, totally. It was it was incredible. It was just an incredible game to watch for me. I mean, especially how for much, Mikey. <laughs> how much do you give the um credit to the Bengals defensive line because the guy um. I, I can't believe his name confused with Nathan McKinnon of the Avalanche, but the 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 Hendrickson guy. Hendrickson, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I keep on thinking of that, but Hendrickson of the Bengals got his paws up quite a few times. And even the guy who was spying, um, I believe it was Logan Wilson who came in there late and, and really forced the, the last sack. How much credit do you give to that defensive line for really putting it on the Chiefs in the second half and really those final drives? I mean, absolutely a ton. I mean, Eli Apple held, uh, you know, held their wide receiving core down. I don't know that Tyreek Hill had more than one catch in the second half and, and overtime. The defensive line had more sacks and pressures than uh, Cincinnati had given up. And if, if you had told me at the beginning of the game that Cincinnati would have more sacks than Kansas City, who had, you know, had good defensive line, Cincinnati had just given up nine sacks the week before, uh, have one of the lowest PFF offensive lines in the league. Uh, I, I would have told you you were crazy. I mean, that was the matchup that the Kansas City Chiefs were supposed to win, and they did. They did not. Um, I give a ton of credit to the to the Bengals, to their coaching staff for for making some adjustments in the second half. You know, they got burned. The first three drives were touchdowns for the Chiefs, and they looked like they were unstoppable. And I don't think they scored another touchdown the rest of the game. Yeah, I mean, the final no. score, you know, they scored a field goal. Um, so yeah, a ton of ton of credit goes to both Joe Burrow for for keeping them in and and that defense for giving them every opportunity. All right, so we uh, we tend to talk legacies on here, and I know it's early for these guys, but for right now, I was going to actually go with the legacy of Pat Mahomes, but we'll go. Yeah. Uh, g- give me the legacy of Pat Mahomes as it stands right now, because it's looking like uh, you know he's he's going to be around for a while. But these games, like you said, the Aaron Rodgers, you already said the Aaron Rodgers thing might be uh, might be uh, creeping up on him. The, the not <laughs> being able to finish games and get 
get the big trophies when it matters. I mean, it's hard to put this on him completely. I mean, he he has been nothing short of spectacular since he's come into the league and started and started. Uh, however, the AFC is stacked. I mean, we, you guys have talked on the show in multiple occasions how the AFC has Herbert, they have Burrow, they have Mahomes. They might be catching on with Aaron Rodgers next year if he goes to, to Pittsburgh. <laughs> he, he's in a really, really difficult conference. And so, you know, Brady didn't win every single year. Manning didn't win every single year. I mean, those guys were competing against each other. And that situation seems to be coming back around for, for Patrick Mahomes. I don't think this is the end of his of his big game prowess, but uh, you know, no. it's certainly going to be a difficult role going forward for him to rack up crazy numbers and put himself in that, you know, six Super Bowl conversation people have been talking about since he won his first one. But it does seem like it's emulating, you know, Rogers got that Super Bowl early and then it was just, so we'll have to see the, the yeah. book's always out. You know, you're right. He's going to be around just like a rod was. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and he's great. I mean, you know, despite the second half meltdown this, this week, uh, they still put up big numbers all year long. I mean, he, he he carried that offense when that defense was was terrible. They went on a huge winning streak, and they were the favorites all year to win the Super Bowl. So I don't envision that would be much different next year. Hopefully, you know, they can get a good draft going, get some extra weapons, help protect defense. them a little bit more. But, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe defense. Their defense, I thought, played pretty well, uh, you know, the second half of the season. And, and even in this game, Burrow didn't light them up. I don't think he threw for 300 yards. I think Mahomes actually had a better stat game besides the two picks, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, they're a good team. They'll be a team to reckon with. Uh, I'm really happy for Cincinnati. I'm really happy for the NFL. I mean, that game marked five straight games where uh, the last play of the game was the was the winning play. So, I mean, that, that's great television. That's great. That's great for ratings. All right, Sammy, we got about uh, 90 seconds left in this segment. So I wanted to get your thoughts. You're obviously wearing the jersey. So <laughs> it, Tom Brady retired, maybe, did he, didn't he? Who knows at this point? <laughs> But if it ends up being that he is done playing football at the professional level, uh, you know, we love this word, the legacy of Tom Brady. You know, uh, the, he's the GOAT for me. Well, how about for you? I think he's the GOAT, and it's not even close. I mean, no one will accomplish anywhere close to what he accomplished in this league. Was he the most talented passer to ever throw the ball? No. But his competitiveness, his ability to will his team to victory, get the most out of his players – he put himself in position to win. He made his own luck. And in the end, no one will have a more charmed and more successful career than he did in the history of football. Uh, and football will be around long, long after I'm gone. But uh, I don't think anybody will ever get close to those to those numbers. And I unfortunately do think he's going to retire, although I was hoping he would give us uh, the one-year walk-away year. Um, but I, unfortunately, uh, you know, it does appear as though that is the end for, for him. And if he does, I'm hoping he plays in the Pro Bowl because I'll be at the Pro Bowl next week. And so hopefully oh. I get to see his last game. <laughs> if he if he announces that he's going to play in the Pro Bowl, save me a seat because I'm going to for sure. I bet you yeah. <laughs> it's a, I've only seen him play twice live in my life, and one of them was this year against the Rams. So I – I uh, I get it. it. It's you know it's one of those you know you pay your hard earned money to go see a guy like that, and it's you know he's he's almost seems and, and Captain Lou wrote it on one of his articles. He almost seems larger than life, and that's that's a fact. He's I mean he's the most accomplished football player we have ever seen and may ever see. Yeah, I, I I've seen him twice as well. Uh, once in New York when they went sixteen uh, zero in the regular season, I was at that sixteen zero game, uh, and then once in San Francisco uh, when he just happened to be in town the same time I was and. Uh, he's he won he won both games, played great in both games, and was very easy to cheer for. As you know, his heart just comes out on the field. Uh, his intensity is just it, it's magnetic. I mean, you can feel it from the crowd. 
Uh, not like any other experience I've ever had at an NFL game was seeing Tom Brady will his team to victory when they were not necessarily the best team in, in the game. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I get to see him one more time. I, I've been blessed to watch his career, and I've been a fan you know, from the beginning. And so, you know, God bless him and wherever he decides to do going forward. But thank you for, for 22 years of amazing football. Uh, I, I appreciate him. Well said. Well said. All right, we're going to wrap it up here with Sammy. Uh, we got two weeks to the Super Bowl. What can we expect on tap from uh, from you in the writing sector? Uh, I, I do think, uh, regarding to the writing, I don't know. I'm kind of waiting to the off season to put together some movement stuff because I know no most teams don't make roster moves until until then. Uh, so I will be previewing some uh, some roster moves. I think will happen like we talked about earlier with Jimmy G uh, replacing Tom Brady, maybe Aaron Rodgers, uh, maybe through the draft. Uh, it won't be it won't be Mason Rudolph. I don't think in Pittsburgh, so they're going to need somebody else uh, as well. Uh, but going forward, I, I'm going to be enjoying football, enjoying the uh, enjoying the headlines that come out, and then I've been gearing up a few articles to uh, to really talk about for the off season to keep to keep the ball rolling uh, on the football train, you know, going forward. Who wins? Oh, sorry. Who wins? Uh, I'm I'm a Rams fan, as as you guys know, I've been rooting for them all year. I'm really hoping for Aaron Donald. I'm really hoping for Matthew Stafford. You know, if the Lions can just get a quarterback like Matthew Stafford, they may be able to turn the corner. And become a better franchise. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but uh, uh, in the in the end, I hope it's a good game. I'm happy for both franchises. Uh, I'm rooting for just another good quality game. But if if the Rams win, I'll be slightly happier. Thank you, Sammy. Hey guys, thank you as always. I look forward to being on again. And uh, you guys do a great job. Really appreciate it. Appreciate wow. you, Sammy. We're looking forward to a lot of articles coming from you here in the off season. All right, we're gonna run into the commercial break here. On the other side, we are gonna debate. Tom Brady a little bit, because you know Mike has been waiting all 22 years of his life for this day, possibly, unless he plays again. But we'll be right back on the other side, uh, talking Tom Brady and some head coaching hires here. It's the AM Drive. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies. $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. 
Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries. Get a TV. Even purchase your favorite soda. But wait. Do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. If you host a podcast or own a small business, it's hard spreading the word. Friends want to check it out, but Aaron, will they? You hope, but uh, sources usually point to no. That's right, and our sources are better than Adam Schefter's. So it's time to grow. <laughs> it's time to grow with Popple. P O P L. Popple is an easy to use but high tech digital business card. Get your Popple using the code AMDRIVE in all caps for 20% off. Set up your links and share. People you share with do not even need a Popple. Again, when you get your Popple in keychain, pop socket, even credit card form, enter the code AMDRIVE in all caps, no spaces, on popl.co for 20% off. Or go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and see all of our great sponsors like Fanatics, Vice Golf, etc., etc. Aaron, I want to give the floor to you first because it's only right that I do so. The legacy of Tom Brady. Go on. All right. So first, I want to say this first and foremost by saying that I pray that these rumors or these these reports are false. I want to see Tom. I mean, Sammy nailed it on the head. It's something I didn't think about. Kind of almost like the David Ortiz, Mariano Rivera farewell, the Derek Jeter farewell tour. Like, give me one more year. I don't even care what the Bucks do <clears throat> as far as winning a, a you know title or being competitive. I will find a way to get to one of these, one of these games, maybe even two of these games to see him on his send-offs. Uh, so let's hope that that is a fact, or if he decides to maybe try it out for the Pro Bowl, that would be cool too. All right, so the legacy of Tom Brady for me, you got to remember, like this guy to me is larger than life. He is an incredible specimen. He takes care of himself, similar to LeBron with you. I mean, he's a guy who's defying the odds, defying the age, like age is just a number to him. And he's the most decorated and accomplished NFL player we have ever seen. Now, you've never asked me if I thought he was the most talented quarterback. You've always just assumed, because I called him the GOAT, he's the most talented quarterback. No, it's like, and Sammy said it, is he the most talented quarterback that we've ever seen play football or step behind center? No, he's not. But he works harder than anybody I've ever seen. He studies game film and tendencies better than anybody I've ever seen. He defeats guys who are supposed to be defeating him. Patrick Mahomes most recently comes to mind in last year's Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's incredible what the guy has done, all while basically, in my opinion, staying out of the negative spotlight. Now, you might say deflate gate, all these other things, crushing his cell phone. 
It was a weird time. Ultimately, depending on what outlet you believe, he was exonerated. But for me, the legacy of Tom Brady would just be a guy who probably wasn't even going to amount to anything coming out of Michigan. It took Bill Belichick giving him a chance or or Drew Bledsoe getting injured by Mo Lewis. Thank you, Mo Lewis. Uh, to give us the hardest working man in football. And you can call it maybe the luckiest man in football. I'm okay with that. But for me, since the freshman year of high school, Tom Brady has been a staple and a part of my life in the NFL. And it's going to be a sad day to see him go if, in fact, this is true, the reports are true, and we never see Tom Brady on a football field again playing playing football. Of course, we'll see him. He'll come back. He'll wave. He'll, he'll obviously get his gold jacket. But... If this is it for Tom Brady, Sammy, like I I hate to keep referring to him, but Sammy said it best. Football will be here long after we will, but in my lifetime, I don't think anybody's going to come close to winning seven Super Bowls. It's incredible. And maybe should have had ten. Maybe. You Again, you're one of the most honest Brady fans you'll ever meet because, honestly, you have – you give the context behind it. So um, you, you really do. And I, I'm not going to harp on your day here because after I guarantee the Chiefs win. But I will say... You're like, I know nothing anymore. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a fan... Right. I'm not a fan of cheaters. Oy. And I'm sorry that, like, people do not agree with that fact. I'm also a fan of talent in some respects. And I really need people... I don't know. I just I feel like it's hard for me because I I do like rooting against him as Ian McQuiston will call out, but it's not as much as people think it. I do. I I don't like hype around guys that don't need it. And I've seen people call him the greatest football player ever, and to me that's just where it crosses the line. Like Jerry Rice, um, Lawrence Taylor. You mean tell me that, that those guys are not? Better what they did, what Tom Brady. I just find that very hard to believe. Well, I actually believe that. I'll interject with that in the terms of the greatest football player ever, because you and I have had several arguments. You and hell, the entire corporation of twelve ounce have had several arguments regarding Tom Brady. And the reason people say this, this greatest football player ever narrative, is the accomplishments. And you can say accomplishments obviously are team centric, and accomplishments don't make the man, but they do. They absolutely do. I mean, let, let's take a, let's go to basketball. Like, let's take a guy like Robert Ory. He's a nobody, right. but he's had some of the most clutch shots and been on some of the best teams of all time. You take three or four shots out of his repertoire, and maybe he picks other destinations to go to, and he's nobody. And that could have happened with Tom Brady. Say Drew Bledsoe never gets knocked out of a game, and Drew Bledsoe, they sign him to a $100 million deal, and we never hear Tom Brady. Like, things just happened that way like the Eli Apple situation with catching that pick that just happened to pop into his hands the Jaquiski Tar situation who doesn't catch the pick these little things change the legacies and change the narrative of people and Tom Brady took that little window and maximized it and yes probably some right spot right time some some lucky breaks go his way but at the same time I mean if David Tyree doesn't catch a ball on his head if Wes Welker doesn't catch a ball or Mario Manningham on the sidelines. We're talking, you know, if if his defense doesn't give up 41 points to Nick Foles. We're talking 10 Super Bowls. It's just 
there's so many little narratives in life or little windows that if you don't take advantage of could change the outlook. And Tom Grady is the most accomplished, the most, uh, you know, he, he capitalizes on those windows and that's what makes him great. He He's works harder than everybody else. I've ever, I've ever seen. But like, why is he an overachiever? I mean, like, I look don't at how. Think, is he a top 10 talent? Because I don't believe that. You can at least admit that part. Is it because he's slow? I mean, you you, you always talk about how he had no, he had no arm, but he could throw the ball. Even at 44 years old, he's throwing the ball 40, 50 yards down the field. I saw it. Saw it with my own eyes. Whoa. I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's so many situations. Like, if Peyton Manning, you know, doesn't lose a bunch of first-round playoff exits or – Hank Basket doesn't muff an onside kick in that game against the Saints. I mean, there's so many different windows. Sometimes they open up, sometimes they don't. It's it's just he's one of the best athletes, or excuse me, he's one of the best football players to step on the field. But is he the best football player? Is the greatest football player to step on the field? No. But that's so hard to do. You can't even do that era over era. I uh, know it's it's hard. But of of my era and and your era too. He took advantage of every opportunity that was given to him, and he never backed down from a challenge. And he found ways to win games, including those three Super Bowls where, yes, they had a great defense. But if you can name me the running back from any of those first three Super Bowls without Googling it, I'll give you your he's not a top 10 talent. Okay, well, we do have to move on, though. Like, seriously. (laughs) I always That's always my – if you can name me a wide receiver or a running back from those first three Super Bowls, I'll I'll stand aside. Deion Branch. Yeah, that's the easy one. Oh come on! You right. name me the leading receiver. It's not Deion Branch though. No. All right, Raiders <laughs> hired Josh McDaniel. Speaking of Tom Brady, and he nailed a supermodel. <laughs> oh my lord! <laughs> um, Raiders have hired Josh McDaniel as the former Patriots offensive coordinator as their head coach. Um, this is interesting for Bill Belichick because I mean Josh McDaniel has been there for a while, right? And. I'm no longer a Raiders – I'm officially a Raiders hater because this guy did kind of say screw the Colts at one point in time. And now he wants – he's going to join the Raiders gig. Interesting stuff there, might I say. Um, I thought that's a far worse job. But anyways, thoughts on this quickly. Yeah, for me that was uh, – this is an interesting hire. I am surprised. I know you have every right to be upset about the uh, – about backing out in Indianapolis. I always just kind of thought he was the coach in waiting in New England. And I mean, it, it's totally possible he was, but he still, you know, just got tired of waiting. I don't, I don't know. This is an interesting hire for me. I don't hate the hire. <clears throat> I mean, Josh McDaniels to me seems like he did deserve another shot at, at handling a team. Now, does he feel like Derek Carr can emulate the success of Tom Brady? Maybe, maybe that's why he took it. Does he feel like he can compete in the AFC West with Derek Carr? Maybe. That's even more of a stretch, but I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised he went back to the AFC West, especially with Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and if Denver somehow lands Aaron Rodgers, like you're you're four of four. No disrespect to Derek Carr. So yes, this was a little bit of a head scratching move for McDaniels, but for the Raiders, I think this was a good hire, ultimately. Oh, I agree. Um, Giants hire Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dable. This is a big hire because Dale Jones has got his man. Right. And I'm very excited for this. But it's all, 
It's weird how they just how they went with all the Bills guys. I mean, I wonder how is Buffalo going to look next season. Well, they went with what the assistant GM, the Bills, and the, obviously the offensive coordinator. So yes, how much of Josh Allen is predicated on Brian Dable? I don't know. We'll find out. I and mean, they went to DC too. Do they really? Uh, who was the DC? Leslie Frazier? I don't, I don't know. even know. But um, <clears throat> uh, it's it's a situation where it's a good hire for New York. They get an offensive mind. This special teams guy who, you know, you want really to come in and be a coach. Didn't work out. Not everybody's John Harbaugh. But, uh, you know, we'll see. The question really is, is, you know, is Daniel Jones going to just resurge in half a year? I don't know. If it is, then, you know, great. Brian Dable was absolutely right, man. But is is Daniel Jones going to get more than a year with his head coach, Brian Dable, or, you know, who's the offensive mind? I don't know. Is Brian Dable even – I mean, I know he has to take on Daniel Jones, but does he even care about the first year of his deal? He's not, he's not going to get fired, we don't think. I mean, coaches do get fired in the first year, but I think Dable might be around for at least three or four is right. Daniel Jones even the guy? Or maybe they feel like, you know, they're they're all this smoke. They're blowing up Daniel Jones's ass. It's just a ploy to get Russell Wilson. I don't know. Shame on you. I mean, Russell Wilson has said a couple of times he doesn't mind going to New York. And he ain't going to the Jets. You know, <laughs> his wife wants to be in the big city. She's not a big fan of Seattle. People keep talking about the Titans. But you think she's going to Nashville? No, she's going no. to New York. She's going to Miami. Maybe uh, maybe even San Francisco. It's not a huge. Oh, I mean, it's a huge oh, city. Oh, oh, oh. You oh. never know. Maybe she'll go to Vegas. Ah, well, Josh, Josh McDaniels would be nice. Josh McDaniels and Russell Wilson could be uh, could be nasty. Think about the AFC West with Herbert, uh, Wilson, maybe Rodgers, and 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 Pat Mahomes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be a, that. You know what? I might have to buy Raiders season tickets for that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finally, in the NLL, the Rush Cruise was 16-7 win. Jeff Schaffler had um, four goals. Good game for him. Um, Adam Schutt was amazing in the Nets. Cody Jansen with a great call. By the way, I was watching every second of that game. And um, also, my guy, uh, Mike Messenger, stood up for Jeff Schaffler, who took a couple cheap shots late. And um, how about Bob Church? Three hat tricks in three games. Last three games they've played. That's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. You know, it's impressive. That's the end of the show today. All right, guys, you have a good one. We're we're done today. Not quite. (laughs) Oh. All right, buddy. But you know what? Shout out to the Rush getting that second win. I know it's an expansion team, uh, but they were just peppering the net. Fifty-four shots on goal. I was peeking back and peeking back and forth at it, but um, my eyes were ultimately focused on that Golden Knights Lightning game going on at the same time. But I was when it went to commercial or intermission, I was peeking back and forth at this. You know, I will say this, uh, you know, fully, uh, all things considered, it's such a fun rush, no pun intended, to watch that game. Um, I'm I'm slowly getting into more and more of the NLL here, and you're right. And then, you know, congrats to Saskatchewan for their first home win. And Cody, you know, tweeted us a picture of the building. That's a pretty damn nice place that's hosting an NLL game. So uh, kudos to Saskatchewan. Sounds like they're doing it right. But um, we'd love to talk some more. Some more uh, NLL, you know, going forward. It's it's definitely something I'm super excited getting into. For I, sure. I I dig the the game. It's an impressive game. Yeah, and you know what? The I was looking at you know 54 shots on goal. That's that's crazy. But you know, Panther City not too not uh, too shabby themselves with 40 shots on goal. You know, it's for for basically 
90-something shots on goal and only 23 goals. That's some good goaltending, I, I would assume, what I know based oh, on yeah. the cross. So good pretty stuff, incredible. Though. No way. We have one more commercial, and we have a new sponsor and a um, shaving cream pie. That should be fun. AM Drive will conclude next. Oh. Can't wait. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise. For $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.tonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and welcome back here to this last segment of the day here on this Monday post-conference championship weekend here on the AM Drive. But first, before the grand finale, we want to tell you about a newest sponsor, Sling TV. Now, you may have heard about Sling Television before, but weren't really 100% invested or involved or didn't know quite everything, but we just wanted to make sure you guys knew that if you're looking to ditch the expensive cable packages with hundreds of channels you never plan to use, then sign up for Sling TV today by going to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, which is right above Mike's head over there, 
and clicking that Sling logo. You can watch live sports, hits shows, breaking news, and so much more. You can get your 30-plus channel package starting at just $35 a month. No long-term contracts. you got to make that smart choice. Start your free trial today by going to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and clicking that Sling logo. All right, Mike. I couldn't delay it anymore for you. We've gone all the way 3.1 segments. Oh, Lord. I tweeted and I retweeted all over social media about your, you know, Chiefs or no, Bengals fans. You can start crying now. Get your tears out. They don't need to hear anymore. You can take your glasses off for it. Yeah, no, no, no. I was going to have to do that, yeah. But so is there any words you would like to say to the Chiefs for the reason you have to do this today? No. No, you just you just flat out embarrassed by their performance on Sunday. This is the worst thing I've ever done on twelve on sports ever. Well, I hope that it's nice and refreshing and maybe you can use some of it to cut your hair. It smells good. Does it? What yeah, is it, like a mint flavor? It's aloe from Dollar General. It's one dollar actually. There you go, Dollar General. You're gonna get uh, razor bumps without even having to shave, right? What time is it? It is 7.56 on my coast. I'm right, making sure I'm good. All right. Oh, this is the worst thing I've ever done. I'm sorry. Oh, give me a countdown. All right. We got a five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, he just went early. <laughs> Jumped the gun. Oh, no. Give me more than that. Smash <laughs> it. Smash it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Hey, Pat Mahomes, there you go. This is all your fault. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst day of my life. Um, By the way, Aaron, as you take us home here, I don't know how I'm seeing this. It's the inspiration <laughs> of God right now. Um, By the way, it's actually very soft. Yeah. I'm scared to get in my eye. <laughs> Just keep just keep your eyes closed until you absolutely have to. No one's worried about if your eyes are open or not. No, I'm fine. This is actually very soft. I might I like this stuff. How much do I use on it? That's pretty good. I can't see anything. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, while Mike's getting cleaned up here, I'm gonna go ahead and take us home. Tomorrow, <clears throat> tomorrow is top five Tuesday. We're gonna have our NBA and our NHL. And we got a new one for you. Our top five playoff upsets in uh, honor of that Bengals. Uh, comeback victory against the Chiefs yesterday. And we have a guest, Alexis Kraft of the Downtown Rams uh, podcast. And she's going to talk about her team in the Super Bowl against those Bengals. So much more we're going get to get to with her with Conference Championship Weekend and the Super Bowl. And obviously, we want you guys to support us on the social medias at AM Drive TV up there above Mike, the shaving cream pie man's head on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And of course, Special thanks to our newest sponsor, Sling, but you can visit all of our sponsors at MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click their dedicated uh, links. And of course, for Michael Carvelis, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man there, <laughs> I am Aaron Crouch. We appreciate you guys, all your support, tuning in, listening in, and supporting our sponsors. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Yes, sir. Drive safe if you can. <laughs>